is Reverend JJ here again with the Lotus Lounge talking about what life is like needing to go through trauma and suffering and the experiences of how that impacts an individual and what happens in life and decisions that we make. So I'm going to talk today a little bit about uh, a sexual assault that had happened during spring break at Daytona Beach. And uh, so those of you that may be struggling or have uh, any issues right now that are of a sexual abuse nature or assault nature or rape, um, just wanted you to kind of be aware uh, that this discussion uh, isn't gonna likely sit very well if you're still struggling. Um, So again, I had said before, you know, I'm like 40-something, so I'm mid-40s. So some of these things uh, I've worked through, so it doesn't create the emotional reaction that some other individuals may have if it's something that's still kind of raw uh, and that you're still um, possibly struggling with. Uh, And I do encourage anybody that uh, has any issues going on uh, of trauma, if you're not um, seeking out any counseling, uh, to look into that. So here we go. So this started, uh, let's see. So the ex-husband, Eric, he was already incarcerated. And um, I found a place to live and I got a job. I got a job at Byron's Pizza. This actually just came to me just like a couple of minutes ago. I couldn't remember the name of the place. Uh, Greek restaurant, pretty positive the guy was a Coke addict. And uh, just a funny story on a side note. Uh, so I was working there as a server and I remember this family came in and it was like 10 o'clock at night and we were getting ready to close the restaurant because uh, it closed at 10 and they had had dinner and they had the baby was crying and I remember I went to go bring them their check and the owner, <clears throat> Greek guy, again, probably cokehead. Uh, comes to me and uh, said that I didn't show them the dessert tray and he fired me right there on the spot. Um, unfortunately, I was reading the table uh, and I had been a server for you know years uh, prior to that before and uh, I, I've been working as a server since I was 16 and at this point I'm what like 23-ish somewhere around there 22, 23. I already graduated with my math with my uh, bachelor's degree. So um, I was reading the table and uh, the mom wanted to go and they didn't want dessert. So I ended up not offering them the dessert tray uh, to see if they wanted dessert with the crying baby at 10 o'clock at night. And uh, he fired me on the spot. So what a douche. But um, so I was working there. Uh, The ex-husband's incarcerated. I had a roommate uh, that was living with me. Um, Her name was Rachel. And she uh, was awesome and uh, we've kind of lost contact now but she was my roommate and she also worked with me at the restaurant too Uh, so we worked there together so one of our girlfriends had come down to visit because it was spring break and I lived in Daytona Beach so you know hello we're right in the middle of Partyville so she ended up coming down to visit and um, while Rachel and I were at work she had met these guys and um, said something about getting together later that night 
and that we could go clubbing or something. And uh, so she was kind of flirting with one of the guys and, um, you know, wanted to meet up later. So, you know, I, I was fine with it. And uh, so they ended up coming. And this is really what I want to kind of preface most of this episode with is to trust your intuition because several times, and I'm going to, you know, go through this with you with the events of what happened this evening, but there were several times where my intuition was speaking to me and I ignored it. And, and I really want to kind of reinforce this. And this is part of coping and, you know, part of learning how to navigate through the world is learning to trust your gut. There's a brain in your gut and people don't really like think about that, but the neurotransmitters neurotransmitters in your brain, serotonin, dopamine, they are created in your gut. So there's actually like a brain per se in your gut, right? And that's why people talk about gut health and how gut health is connected with mental health and all of that. So your gut speaks to you. And, and your gut will cause your body to react, right? So that's how we react and we have different emotional responses. And then this is where we kick in with our um, fight or flight, freeze or fawn, right? So the central nervous system kicks in. So there's a brain in your gut. So your gut speaks to you. This is your intuition, right? Or, you know, even possibly, I don't know, are we even the pineal gland, your third eye, you know, part of your actual brain. So it's really important to learn how to trust yourself and to trust your gut and trust your intuition because your body gives you cues and tells you things. And we have to be in tune with that and um, tapped in so that way we're truly connected to what our body is trying to say to us, right? So these three guys, don't remember their names, have no idea, uh, show up at my apartment, you know, the apartment that uh, I had gotten while Douchebag was incarcerated. And, um, uh, you know, Rachel and I and our friend that had come to visit for spring break uh, all went out. So I walk out of the apartment And I remember saying to myself, read something. And like, I don't remember what it is now because this was, you know, we're 20 something years ago now. And so I don't remember what the car was. I think it was like an SUV or something. I like, I remember like kind of like a, I don't know, like a Jeep Cherokee maybe. But I remember saying to myself, read something and telling myself to look at the license plate number. But I didn't. And I was like, oh, whatever. And I just got in the car, right? And so we go to a club. And um, one of the guys there, uh, so, you know, we're drinking. It's spring break. And one of the guys there is just so super inappropriate. And he's literally whipping his dick out, like, on the dance floor, like, exposing himself on multiple occasions. And like throughout the whole night and it was just really weird and uh I we were drinking uh it was spring break and I remember having like what they called like these yard like drinks these really tall skinny glass drinks 
Um, so yeah, we were all getting tipsy. And then this other guy that was with our group, um, you know, wreaking havoc and exposing himself. So I think we actually got kicked out of that particular club. Uh, and then I remember leaving. And so they all came back to the apartment with us and, you know, and I'm drunk and we're all drunk. And so Rachel goes off with the guy that um, she was interested in. So they're in her room and they're fooling around. And my girlfriend and I go in my room um, because she's my guest, you know, I let her sleep on my be- in my bed and I slept on the floor. And she had said to me, this is another time that the intuition kicked in and it was ignored. She's like, make sure you lock the door. And I was like, oh, no, we're good. We're good. And then I just fell asleep and I passed out. And then I woke too with this guy on top of me, uh, inside of me. And I had no idea what the hell's going on. And, um, so I went into a safety mode and in my head, like I, like I, you know, kind of vaguely remember, but I'm like, I got to get this guy off of me, you know? And my girlfriend is sleeping right next to me. Like, I probably could have reached out and touched her, but I didn't say anything. I froze, but I froze because I was afraid because I don't want him to hurt me. And so what I do it did is I froze and then I fawned, I appeased. And I kind of like, was like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not really in, in the mood right now. And, and he ended up stopping Uh, And then he left the room. I don't know who it was. Uh, I don't know which guy it was. And I didn't say anything again. Here we are. And, And this is, when we think about trauma, we have to remember that the body reacts the way that it knows how to react, right? So I already had a past experience. Um, And this is going back to 12 years old where I froze, I was confused, I didn't really know what was going on, and I just let it happen. I didn't fight him off, I didn't do anything, I didn't do anything. Same thing, same thing, I did it again. You know, 20-something years old, and I froze, and I just kind of did what I needed to do to get him to leave. And then I locked the door, and I laid down, and I went to sleep. And I still didn't say anything. And then I woke up in the morning and I told my girlfriend and my roommate about what had happened. And we called the cops and the you know police came out and I uh, couldn't identify the guy. And I, I didn't get the license plate number, so I didn't have that information. Uh, you know, we had a vague description and you know, like a you know first name or something of like one of the guys. Uh, I don't even remember. And it just really sucks because this guy obviously had done this before and, you know, exposing himself, if if that was the same person, which I'm assuming it probably was, but the one exposing himself, you know, in the club and stuff, uh, you know, obviously, you know, a sexual deviant and clearly had issues and, you know, again, a rapist. So cops come out and can't really say much of anything. And so... You know, no real identifying anything, you know, 
drunk, you know, just, it was dark. Uh, you know, I didn't even obviously say anything to anybody either. And I, you know, should have, should have, would have, right? Whatever. So I ended up going to the uh, local hospital, to their crisis center and, uh, did a rape kit. Um, that's an experience in and of itself, um, that I wouldn't ever want anybody to have to go through because that was just awkward and frightening and uh, invasive and violating. So yeah, that was a weird experience. So nothing ever came out of it. You know, whoever it was never, you know, caught that I'm, that that I have any knowledge of. I mean, who knows if later on down the road, something happened, which I imagine it probably did. But, uh, the whole moral of the story though is listen to yourself, trust yourself. Your intuition will guide you. So we have to have faith and believe in the responses that are going on in your body that are trying to tell you that something isn't right. And it didn't feel right from the beginning, but I still ignored it. And there are other occasions But I could have prevented this trauma if I had just really known and not been, again, so ignorant and naive and not really understanding that I was being guided. The universe, God, something, something was saying to me, This isn't feeling quite right. Something's off, right? The energy was off. So the first cues were to make a notation of the type of vehicle this guy was driving. And the guy that was driving wasn't the guy that was exposing himself at the club. So it was a different guy. Um, Pretty positive the guy that was driving was the one that Rachel was interested in. But uh, I remember making that mental note. And then the license plate. Something said to look at the license plate. And then my girlfriend told me to lock the door. And I didn't do that either. So I didn't trust her. (laughs) Uh, And then compile on top of that the fact that, I mean, she was laying right there next to me. All I had to do was wake her, shake her, scream, kick, fight. But I froze and I fawned. Appeased and freeze but I did what I thought was right at that time for me to get this guy off of me and to get myself safe again so if you can take anything from this remember the importance of following your intuition and listening to your gut because it won't steer you wrong. 
Thank you for listening. I have one more sexual assault story that I'm going to share. I'm not going to do that right now. I'm not going to do this one today. Um, But I'm trying to show you that there are things in life, bad things in life that happen but we don't have to fall apart and we don't have to choose to be scared or frightened of the world. Uh, We still deserve to live, to live life, not just to survive, but to truly live and enjoy and have fulfillment. And even though these traumatic instances happened in my life and my early adulthood they shaped me into who I am now and now I'm Reverend JJ here to be of service and to help guide and teach so I hope this is helping you put some things into perspective for yourself as well and also not feeling so alone because we all have a story right we all have trauma but it's important to remember that you're in charge and you get to choose your own destiny you get to choose your direction and you are the creator so what are you creating Check me out on my website, jjlotustherapy.com. I have on there also eco-friendly cork yoga mats. Uh, If you use my unique code, uh, I get a percentage of the uh, purchase. And uh, that's Lotus Yoga. And it's with uh, cork yoga, cork yoga mats. Uh, You can also find that on my website. There's a link on there. Uh, if you're at all interested in purchasing an eco-friendly yoga mat, here I am advertising. Um, I also offer a yoga class at 11 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, it's pretty chill and relax. I did one earlier today. I uh, had a class earlier and really enjoyed it. So you can book a session there. And I have a guided meditation coming up this weekend, or sorry, next weekend. Uh, on the full moon uh, at 7 p.m. It's 45 minutes. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Um, So just take a look at my website, jjlotustherapy.com. And then you can also find me, Zen Chick, on Twitter and RevJJLotus on IG. I hope you are enjoying this podcast and I will continue to be present and ongoing suggestions and recommendations on different ways of coping with this darkness that we have going on around us.